Welcome to Sound Prince Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushville. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Sound Prince for the week of May 2nd, 2021. All of the following events are virtual. Participate from your computer, cell phone, or landline on Zoom by dialing 669-900-6833 and entering code 862-9889-6972. The Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will hold its next Low Vision Support Group meeting on Wednesday, May 5 at 7.30 p.m. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Board meeting will be held on Saturday, May 8 at 11 a.m. The Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired in Owensboro, Savvy, will hold its May meeting on Tuesday, May 11, from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Central Time. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind invites everyone to its next bingo on Friday, May 14, from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. This is a special bingo because we'll be teaming up with Kim Charlson and her bingo players from the Perkins Library for the Blind. We hope everyone will grab their bingo boards and come on along for an evening of fun and lucky numbers. The Tri-State Library Users, the Kentucky chapter of the Library Users of America, invites everyone to its next meeting on Saturday, May 15 at 11 a.m. On a different Zoom number, the American Council of Blind Lions will hold its next meeting on Thursday, May 6 at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The meeting is, as always, open to anyone who is currently a member of a Lions Club, anyone who has been a member of the Lions Club in the past, or anyone interested in becoming a Lion. The Zoom number to call is 669 6833, and the ID is 842-3825-0700. The passcode, if you need it, is 172616. Thanks to John Ross for helping us host this meeting. Applications for the $1,000 KCB 2021 scholarship are due on June 1. Applications for the 2021 KCB Technology Grants are also now being accepted. For more information on who is eligible and how you can apply for the scholarship or the tech grants, call the KCB office at 502-895-4598 or visit the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. The Council of Citizens with Low Vision International, CCLVI, announced this week the availability of the Dr. Sam Janinski Memorial Awards. At least five Apple iPads Air 9.7-inch Retina Display 32-gigabyte tablets will be awarded to children and adults in 2021. To read the award guidelines and complete an online application, Please visit the website at https colon slash slash cclvi.org slash video video dash magnifier m a g n i f i e r 
dash award a w a r d dash program to submit an application complete the following steps one register two log in and three complete the application links are available for each of these steps from the url that we listed applications may be submitted through may 15 2021 at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. We look forward to receiving your application materials. For more information about CCLVI, visit cclvi.org. Registration for the 2021 American Council of the Blind Conference and Convention will open on May 20. If you can't wait to read about all of the programming to be held during the convention, you can now browse the registration form. Please keep in mind that full session descriptions will be in the convention program. Also, additional sessions may be added that are not shown on the registration form. To browse registration, visit acbconvention.org and go to the link that says Browse Sessions. Virtual conference and convention dates are July 16 through July 23, 2021. Conference registration will open at 7 a.m. Eastern Time on May 20. Please feel free to contact Janet Dickelman, ACB Convention Coordinator, with any questions either by phone at 651-428-5059 or email at Janet, J-A-N-E-T dot Dickelman, D-I-C-K-E-L-M-A-N at gmail.com. Also, please remember that KCB will cover the $25 ACB registration fee for all of its members. For more information, please call the Kentucky Council of the Blind Office at 502-895-4598 or email kcb at kentucky-acb.org. On April 29, 2021, the Federal Communications Commission released a public notice seeking comment on TBS's petition for limited waiver of the requirement to provide 87.5 hours of audio-described programming per calendar quarter. The requested waiver would be subject to the condition that the network meet the following alternative minimum requirements for providing described programming. One, TBS would air at least 1,000 hours of described programming each quarter and more than 1,400 hours of described programming on average per quarter over the waiver period without regard to the number of repeats. And two, TBS would describe 100% of the newly produced non-live programming aired between 6 a.m., and midnight Eastern Time within three business days of its receipt of the programming from a production company. Links to the public notice in text format is https colon slash slash docs dot fcc dot gov slash public slash attachments a t t a c h m e n t s dash DA-21-497A1.txt 
For general information about audio description, visit www.fcc.gov slash audio description. For special questions about this public notice, please contact Michael Scurato, S-C-U-R-A-T-O, at 202-418-2083 or by email at Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, dot Scurato, S-C-U-R-A-T-O, at F-C-C dot G-O-V. Leader Dogs Virtual Summer Camps are now available for sign-up. Leader Dogs for the Blind Summer Experience Camp 2021 is going virtual again. This free camp experience gives teens 14 to 17 years old from the U.S. and Canada an awesome lineup of virtual activities to build their independence. Participants will explore mobility options like guide dog travel, build leadership skills, and make lasting relationships with peers. Using Zoom video conferencing, we will lead two 60-minute virtual sessions each day at 12 noon and 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Teens can look forward to a Q&A session with a guide dog mobility instructor, a game session, a private Facebook group to keep the fun going through the week, and lots more. Presenters include Leader Dog O&M instructors, Leader Dog Guide Dog Mobility instructors, and some special surprise guests. Participants will receive a free LDB Virtual Summer Experience Camp t-shirt and a chance to win other prizes. Camp dates are Monday, June 21 to Friday, June 25. Applications are due on Monday, May 17, and can be found at https colon slash slash www.leaderdog.org slash programs, P-R-O-G-R-A-M-S slash virtual, V-I-R-T-U-A-L dash summer dash E-X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E dash camp. Next is a job announcement from ACB. Join the ACB team. ACB's Alexandria, Virginia office is looking for applicants for a part-time administrative assistant position. For more information, visit www.acb.org slash jobs hashtag admin, A-D-M-I-N, dash A-S-S-T dash Alexandria a-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-I-A dash V-A. And the following announcement was posted on Wednesday, April 28, announcing a manager of communications at ACB. On May 10, Jennifer Flatt will join the American Council of the Blind as manager of communications. She will support Tony Stevens, director of development, with overseeing the creation and execution of a contact management strategy across all communication channels designed to maximize cross-promotion, expand ACB reach, and increase membership. Most recently, Jennifer worked as Senior Director of Communications and Engagement for South University. There, she led communications and media relations, ensuring consistent messaging and outreach that advanced the goals of profile 
of the university. Prior, Jennifer worked at the Privy Council Office of Canada as Senior Analyst of Marketing and Advertising, providing marketing advice and support for the federal government and departmental priorities for the Prime Minister of Canada's office. Some of Jennifer's career highlights include launching South University's Diversity and Inclusions Council, leading South University's rebranding strategy, and leading the crisis communication response for the Public Health Agency of Canada's H1N1 response, including accessible health information for all Canadians. Jennifer has over 17 years of experience in communications and marketing and has branched across multi-sectoral positions within nonprofits, B2B, higher education, and public service. We are very excited to have Jennifer on the team and look forward to her positive contributions. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will hold its spring fundraising auction on Friday, May 7. Listen on page 2 for a sneak peek at some of the fabulous prizes in this year's auction. Watch the KCB email list and the ACB Conversations and Leadership listservs for a complete listing of auction items. Anyone anywhere can participate in this auction. It will be held on Zoom and will be broadcast on ACB Radio. You must register in order to receive the special Zoom link and be able to bid. Registration is free. Call 502-895-4598 by Wednesday, May 5 to register or for more information about the auction. The Kentucky Derby is run the first Saturday in May, except for last year when it was in September because of the virus. The Kentucky Derby is not just one day of horse racing for people who live in Louisville, but it's two full weeks and then some of fun and festivals and lots of activities. On page three, we give you a look at some of this year's Derby activities, as well as a review of activities at the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind annual Derby Party. We hope you enjoy it, and we hope that someday you'll be able to experience the Kentucky Derby with everyone here. We remind you to subscribe to the KCB email list so you can keep up on everything that's going on. Just send a message asking to subscribe to KCB at kentucky-acb.org. If you would like to make suggestions for things to be included in future soundprints, contact us at 502-895-4598. We hope you enjoy this week's edition of Soundprints and that you'll join us again next week for more information and fun. Page 2. It's time to bid. It's time to buy. It's time for the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Springtime Auction, coming to you on Friday, May 7, from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. We have an incredible lineup of fantastic items just waiting for your bid. Proceeds from this auction benefit the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, as well as several other KCB chapters. If an item is designated by its donor to benefit a specific chapter, half the proceeds from that item go to that chapter, with the other half going to GLCB. Anyone can bid from anywhere. 
Listen on ACB Radio Live event. Bid on Zoom from your phone or computer. You must register in order to bid. Registration is free. Just call the KCB office by Wednesday, May 5, and give us your name, address, phone number, and email address. On Friday, the special auction Zoom link will be emailed to everyone who registers. If you don't have email, we'll call you to be sure you have the dial-in information. Here's a partial list of the items up for bid. There's still more to add, and some descriptions aren't complete. Watch the KCB list and the ACB conversation and ACB leadership list later in the week for a complete list of all the items in the auction order. The first item in this list is the Matashi 24-karat gold-plated music box with crystal-studded Ferris wheel figurine showpiece. The sound of laughter, the flashing lights, the smell of candy and donuts in the air. The fun fair is in town. All aboard the Ferris wheel for an exhilarating ride and bird's eye view of the merry crowds below. As the base of the music box revolves, it unwinds and plays It's a Small World after all. Crafted with quality materials like 24 karat gold and studded with precision cut Matashi crystals. The perfect gift for Mother's Day, Christmas, Valentine's, as a housewarming present or any other special occasion. Measures four and a half inches long by three inches wide by seven and a half inches high. Comes in an elegant velvet pouch within a luxurious gift-ready box. Includes official Matashi individually serialized warranty card. All Matashi products are covered by a 100% satisfaction guarantee and craftsmanship is guaranteed under a two year limited warranty donated by david smith for the kentucky council of citizens with low vision beach party cookies one dozen delicious cookies that will fill your summer party with fun home baked by regina duval from frankfurt these beach party shapes include a starfish sand dollar seashell mermaid palm tree pineapple sand in a jar or a sand capsule fish beach scene beach ball flip-flops and a smiley beach emoji. It's a shortbread cookie that's decorated with royal icing, baked fresh and shipped directly to you. Donated for the KCB Next Generation chapter. We also have another batch of cookies for Next Generation that are spring and summer flowers. They include roses, tulips, daisies, sunflowers, and other assorted flowers in spring and summer colors. Also donated by Regina Duvall for KCB Next Generation. And while we're on the subject of food, we have Shirley's Bourbon Balls. These Bourbon Balls are absolutely the best you've ever had. Made with Maker's Mark by Shirley Kane from a secret recipe that will keep you guessing. Shirley is from Bellevue, Kentucky, and the bourbon balls are donated for the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision. More food items include oatmeal scotchies from Patty Cox, a dinner for two prepared by Patty Cox and delivered to the lucky winner. The person must be in the Jefferson County area. And Chewy Nut Cookies, homemade by Patty from a vintage 1930s recipe. 
rich, chewy cookies made from scratch with both white and brown sugar and pecans, a taste sensation that's sure to please. Next comes a Pampered Chef ice cream maker. Create favorite frozen treats anytime you want. Use fresh, natural ingredients to mix up custom-flavored ice cream, custard, frozen yogurt, sorbet, sherbet, or even frozen drinks. Taste the quality. Homemade ice cream is smoother, tastier, creamier, and less expensive than store-bought. Just push a button to set the timer, add ingredients, and you'll have a frozen treat in 45 minutes or less. Cover the bowl with the stretchy silicone lid to store for later. Includes the bowl, electric lid with paddle, and stretch fit lid. Compact design takes up less space, easy to use and store. Makes up to one quart of ice cream or eight one-half cup servings. One year warranty. Also comes with an ice cream spade. The spade's rounded head helps you to scoop ice cream out of the ice cream maker. It's also perfect for mixing cookies, candies, and other add-ins into your ice cream. You can use the spade as a rice paddle to fold batter or even to scramble eggs. Soft grip handle won't damage or scratch metal pans, and it's dishwasher safe. Donated by Carla Rushville. Mary Riley from Jeffersonville, Indiana, has donated a Betty Crocker picture cookbook. It's the book that started it all the well-loved edition that first brought Betty Crocker cookbooks into American homes and hearts. Published in 1950, this groundbreaking title made cooking easy. It made cooking appealing, and best of all, it made cooking fun. Packed full of practical tips, useful hints, and lavish color photography, this was the book that shaped cooking for generations, the book that people remember. Every recipe you or your mother ever wanted is here, from pigs and blankets to emergency steak to chicken tomato aspic. Enjoy the clever ideas throughout. Twelve months of birthday cake ideas showing how to decorate a cake to match each month's gemstone. Pointers to make setting up a kitchen easy or hints to make household work more pleasant. Feel a part of history when making Homefront macaroni developed during World War II rationing to stretch meat. Get into the spirit of fun with a Betty Crocker cookie shine or cookie baking party. People who grew up with this book will want it for the memories. Those who are new to the book will want it for its charm and its intelligent approach to cooking. It's a perfect keepsake and a great gift. Hardcover, print book, Spiral Bound for Easy Use While Cooking or Baking, 449 pages. We have two packages from Scentsy. First is the Little Garden Warmer, a meditative merging of cool grays and clean contours elevates this warmer to artistic heights. Little Garden also includes three faux succulents and one bag of black stones and can even be used with one of the Scentsy decorative scenes. It's an element, it's hand-painted, and you can melt wax with a heating element to safely warm wax without illumination and fill your space with fragrance. No flame, smoke, or soot. Just plug the warmer in, add the desired amount of Scentsy bar wax cubes to the warming dish, and turn the warmer on and enjoy. 
This auction item comes with three extra Scentsy bars. The first is Atlantic Air, a refining veil of ocean mist, sea salt, and white orchid. Then there's By the Sea, the scent of ocean air wafting through dewy seaside grass, and Aloe Water and Cucumber Scentsy Bar. Aloe Water, Cucumber Peel, Palm Frond, and Pineapple Nectar are oh-so-mellow. Scentsy Bars are made of high-quality paraffin wax and long-lasting fragrance. They are composed of eight break-apart cubes designed to use with any Scentsy Warmer. As the cubes melt, they fill your space with the exclusive scent, inspiring imagination and memories. Safe to use, no wick, flame, smoke, or soot. Made in Idaho, USA, each Scentsy Bar is 2.6 ounces. This was donated by Natalie Couch for Tri-State Library users. Our other Scentsy package is called Chasing Fireflies Warmer, and it's donated by Debbie Dethridge. Shine your light and illuminate your life, your heart, and your dreams. Recapture a childlike sense of wonder and adventure, and always remember to stop and chase the fireflies. Discover the wonder of childhood with Chasing Fireflies, now available as a Scentsy Mini Warmer. Capture the essence of carefree, playful summer evenings with this pale blue warmer mimicking a miniature glass canning jar, complete with a silver ring and filled with fireflies. It's 25 watts, glow finish, and the dimensions are 7 inches. Comes with two extra Scentsy bars. One is Just Breathe. Breathe deeply as soothing eucalyptus, zesty lemon, and a medley of mints comfort and rejuvenate. Fragrance lingers in drawers, closets, suitcases, and with a Scentsy Buddy. Also, there's Clean Breeze Scentsy Bar. White florals with a touch of spring, the scent of fresh, clean laundry. In the tech area, we have a third-generation Echo Dot, a smart speaker with Alexa in charcoal. Compact smart speaker that fits perfectly into small spaces. Includes a mic off button for privacy. Improved speaker quality, richer and louder sound. Pair with a second Echo Dot for stereo sound. Next we have a Fire TV Stick 4K streaming device with Alexa Voice Remote. Dolby Vision. Watch favorites from Netflix, YouTube, Prime Video, Disney+, Plus. Apple TV+, HBO Max, and more. Stream for free with Pluto TV, IMDB TV, and more. Launch and control content with the Alexa Voice Remote. Enjoy brilliant picture with access to 4K Ultra HD, Dolby Vision, HDR, and HDR10+. Choose from 500,000 movies and TV episodes. Experience tens of thousands of channels, apps, and Alexa skills. Our third Alexa item is a Fire TV Cube. Hands-free streaming device with Alexa 4K Ultra HD 2019 release. Fast, powerful Fire TV streaming device. From across the room, just ask Alexa to turn on the TV, dim the lights, and play your show. Change live cable or satellite channels with your voice. With the built-in speaker, ask Alexa to check the weather, turn off the lights, and more, even when the TV is off. 
instant access to 4K Ultra HD content, plus support for Dolby Vision and HDR and HDR10+. The Fire TV Cube is like a Fire Stick and an Echo device all in one. Amazon does say that in order to play music using the Cube, you have to play it through your TV speakers. Everyone will want the Make It Your Own Tech Pack. There are some techie items that just no one can do without. The winner of this package will receive their choice of two 32GB flash drives or SD cards, their choice of a 10-compartment snap SD card holder or a 9-capacity padded flash drive pouch, and their choice of a set of Apple or Android cables in 3, 6, and 10-foot lengths. Donated by Aaron Linson for KCB Next Generation. Guide Dog users of Kentuckyana have donated a package just for your dog. Precious Tails Washable Pet Blanket, black on one side, white on the other, protects furniture from dirt and pet hair. Warm blanket to lie on on cold, hard floors. There's also a white dog frisbee with the picture of a bone with two paws on it, says my buddy. A fun fetcher says never touch a wet tennis ball again. It's a red, white, and neon green tennis ball with a strap to keep you from touching that wet tennis ball. Black rubber ball with vertical slits. Collapsible dog bowl has frosted lid. White and aqua blue bowl holds three cups. A long furry plush raccoon dog toy with squeaker in its tail and a large metal dog bowl that holds eight cups. And finally, three packages of dog treats make up this package that any four-footed friend will enjoy. Some of our other items include a folding fan that runs on the USB power from your computer, donated by Ronald Bird of Clarksville, Indiana, a compact leather-look jewelry case, donated by Samantha Hubbard, A Copper Chef Brownie Pan, donated by Mary Riley from Jeffersonville. A Hand Crank Food Processor, donated by Patty and David Cox in memory of David's mother Barbara. A Travelombo Wallet that goes anywhere and keeps all of your credit cards and money straight and orderly. And lots of jewelry items, including a Red Jasper Jewelry Set from Terry Turlow. Sparkling triangles, cubic zirconia, pierced earrings in a black velvet case. A long sparkly necklace, crystal and black bracelets set. There's a tea set in a beautiful basket donated by Terry Turlow. A Braille cookbook collection including Bunt Nordic Ware cookbook in two volumes and Easiest Ever Chocolate Recipes one volume from Debbie Dethridge, and a fabulous Mary Kay gift set that includes a 1.4-ounce bottle of perfume and a 3-ounce round tub of body souffle, donated by Amanda Selm for KCB Next Generation. Remember to call the Kentucky Council of the Blind at 502-895-4598 to register for the auction and make sure that you're on hand Friday evening at 7 p.m. 
when the bidding begins and the fun gets underway. We'll see you there. Page 3. This page is filled with Kentucky Derby traditions and fun. We thought you might enjoy taking part in the Kentucky Derby this year. Since last year, we didn't have a Kentucky Derby festival. We're going to begin with information from discover.kdf.org about the history of the Kentucky Derby Festival. People from all over the world travel to Louisville, Kentucky each year to take part in the Derby Festival and experience the legendary Run for the Roses on the first Saturday in May. With more than 70 events ranging from one of the country's largest half marathons to the Pegasus Parade to an old-fashioned steamboat race, the Kentucky Derby Festival offers a wide spectrum of activities for both local residents and visitors. Annual attendance of events has exceeded 1.5 million in recent years. The festival is also a mirror of the community. Events are attended by people representing all age, educational, geographic, and income groups. Two weeks before the Derby, the festival's opening ceremonies kick off with Thunder Over Louisville, the largest annual fireworks show in North America. The massive pyrotechnic spectacular and air show on the Ohio River can be seen for miles, attracting 500,000 spectators and more to the Kentucky and Indiana shorelines. Thunder over Louisville sets the stage for a whirlwind of eagerly awaited festival events that not only provide a huge economic impact on the community, but help define the city's character and traditions. And it all started with one event in 1956. A Festival of the Kentucky Derby, How Pegasus Was Born Quote, Another effort is being made to provide a full week of fun for Kentucky Derby visitors. The first try was born a quarter of a century too soon, say fathers of the new plan. They were referring to the ill-fated and ultimately flooded out festival that started in 1935 and ended in 1937. Louisville is not the same tired old town it used to be. Sick and tired of being sick and tired, it has spruced up and is yelling for nourishment. This time the festival will succeed, they promise. Quote, the first move will be made this spring. It will be a giant parade of floats, marching bands, and prancing horses, a sort of history of the horse race, put to music and flowers, and the story of industry and commerce told by the ingenuity of the float makers. Mayor Andrew Broadus said yesterday he thinks Derby Week would not be complete without big-name dance bands at the two leading hotels, a TV boxing card in the new fairgrounds, and some outstanding night baseball attractions. The parade, he thinks, probably should be staged on Thursday evening rather than Friday because of the pressure of other events on Friday. This was adapted from the Ruby Report by Courier-Journal columnist Earl Ruby, appearing on Sunday, February 19, 1956. 
And thus the Kentucky Derby Festival was born. Four men with an idea. A public relations man, a journalist, a chamber of commerce committee member, and an active civic volunteer. Addison McGee, Earl Ruby, Ray Wimberg, and Basil Commissar enjoyed lunch often, but one winter day in early 1956, a midday meal made history. The four men knew what the Kentucky Derby meant to the city. It created a special spirit each spring, welcoming visitors from around the nation and truly bringing the Little River town to life. They wanted more, more for its citizens, more for the locals who could not afford to go to the track. And that is exactly what they engineered, a literal pageant of the people, dubbed the Pegasus Parade for the winged horse of Greek mythology. The first event was to symbolize the magic, energy, and excitement the Infant Festival was hoping to generate. It was a simple premise. Create some events at this unparalleled time called Derby that everyone could attend, no matter the size of their pocketbook. That first event was not only free to the 50,000 who showed up to watch, but included as participants groups from every walk of life in the community. The entire Derby Festival was founded on this one event and a meager budget of $640. That pattern would inspire the next four decades. Now, with more than 70 events, 23 full-time paid staff members, and an annual budget of $5 million, the festival has undergone a lot of changes. And yet the basic concept four civic-minded volunteers had in 1956 remains the very essence of Kentucky Derby Festival Incorporated today. Create events that entertain, are affordable, and contribute to the common good of this community. There have now been 59 consecutive years of Derby festivals, and many native Louisvillians who have literally grown up with the parade, the balloons, the boat race, the music, and the Pegasus pin. Those around in 1956 marvel at the growth. Did the founders ever imagine their homespun parade would be led by the likes of John Wayne, Muhammad Ali, or General Norman Schwarzkopf, or that one pyrotechnic display open the festival would become the largest annual fireworks show in the nation? Probably not, but it demonstrates the spirit behind what they created, the unique vitality of this area's citizens, and the spirit and magic that was born in the first running of the Kentucky Derby all of which has become synonymous with the Kentucky Derby Festival. During the Kentucky Derby Festival, we race just about anything here in Louisville that you can manage to get from a starting line to a finish line. That includes the great bed races. Here's information that was posted on discover.kdf.org this week. At the Kentucky Fair and Exposition Center on April 26th, Sponsored by Ashley Homestore of Louisville. The following information will give you an idea of this event. Grab four of your co-workers, build a bed on wheels, decorate it, dress in ridiculous costumes, and then race. 
That pretty much sums up the Ashley Home Store Kentucky Derby Festival Great Bed Races. Due to COVID-19 safety protocols, this year's event was not open to the public, only to participants. Bed racing coverage was broadcast live on Wave TV News throughout the afternoon and evening. The schedule of events was as follows. At 6 p.m. was the Parade of Beds. 7 p.m. was Bed Racing. 7.30, Wave 3 News Broadcasting. The entry fee for the race was $150 per team. It included five participants' t-shirts and five collectible event pins. Teams competed for one of these titles. They could win fastest course times, two divisions, champions and fun division, best decorated bed, most entertaining, cone eater award. Here are 2021 changes. To comply with the COVID-19 guidelines, the competition was not held in Broadbed Arena, but instead was held in the parking lot of the Kentucky Exposition Center, site of the old Cardinal Stadium. The new location allowed teams and spectators to maintain a safe social distance while still enjoying this annual event. There was a brand new course with new challenges. The course will go from a figure eight to a straight drag race format. Some people might recognize this as a return to the original format of Bedlam in the Streets from years ago. In both the Champions Division and the Fun Division, teams competed in head-to-head heats against another team from their division. The 2021 theme was Sweet Dreams. Think desserts, candy, all things sweet. The general rules were all participants were required to wear helmets during the race. All participants must be at least 18 years old. All participants must sign a waiver on the day of the event prior to race time. Each team can race only once and must remain in its designated lane on the race course at all times. If contact is made, judges will determine fault. No alcoholic beverages will be allowed at the bed race site. All decisions by race officials are final. All beds and teams must be decorated for the parade, but decorations may be removed or left on for racing unless racing officials determine the decorations are an obstacle to racing, in which case they must be removed. All bed and team costs are borne by the entrance. This includes the entry fee, which is non-refundable. All participants must wear a Pegasus pin or a bed race event pin for entry into the dorm area. Mouth guard is suggested for bed rider. And this press release came out after the bed race. There were lots of beds at the Kentucky Exposition Center tonight, but none were for sleeping. Beds with wheels competed in the Ashley Home Store Kentucky Derby Festival Great Bed Races. Nearly 20 teams pushed their decorated beds on an outdoor drag race style course, competing for the fastest times. Bluegrass Karting won the Champions Division for a time of 26.7 seconds. Premier Packaging won the Fun Division with a time of 33.4 seconds. The theme of this year's event, Sweet Dreams, had teams decorating their beds in everything from cotton candy 
and strawberry shortcake to go baby go baby costumes oompa loompas tutus and pajamas prizes went to the teams with the three fastest times as well as for the best decorated bed most entertaining and cone eater the results of the 32nd annual competition are as follows the champions division first place went to bluegrass carding 26.7 seconds zoller strong zoller pump company 27.8 seconds and texas roadhouse 29.8 seconds for the fun division first place was to premier packaging 33.4 drexel medals 35.2 seconds and backyardbookie.com at 35.9 seconds best decorated bed was Zeon chemical team they were a strawberry shortcake most entertaining was ruby's southside grill and bar team go baby go dressed up in baby costumes and the cone eater award went to fit for moms team first held in 1990 on the cobblestone streets of downtown louisville in theater square as bedlam in the streets this event has exploded in popularity now in its 32nd year it continues to attract participants from small local businesses to five-man teams from large corporations and then of course there's steamboat racing on the wednesday before derby the great steamboat race takes place on the river and this year's event was sponsored by kroger contributing sponsors were four roses bourbon and ppl therapeutic services media sponsors were new country q103 and wlky tv the great steamboat race has been taking place on the ohio river since 1963 as part of the original kentucky derby festival events ask any local this event has become a louisville tradition in the lead-up to derby weekend one of the longest standing traditions of the kentucky derby festival the great steamboat race presented by kroger pitted three vessels against each other in this year's race the bell of louisville the bell of cincinnati and the american duchess competed for bragging rights on the ohio river with limited capacity on board the vessels the race began at 6 p.m with the race's victor this time the bell of louisville awarded the silver antlers following the finish the award ceremony for the race was for judges and media only the race is really a big floating party tickets were available for the bell of cincinnati for the mary m miller the chase boat and for the bell of louisville tickets included the cruise on the ohio river dinner beverages and an open bar featuring four roses bourbon plus live entertainment the race was originally between the bell of louisville and the delta queen from cincinnati the delta queen was a much larger boat and so there had to be ways to help the bell win so cheating developed in the race the prize was originally golden antlers but when the delta queen retired in 2008 to become a dry dock hotel in chattanooga tennessee the golden antlers were retired and replaced with the silver antlers there was no race in 1967 due to high water and the bell won by default in several years such as 1971 
1976, the Julia Bell Swain from Peoria, Illinois, participated and won the race. The Bell won by default in 1980, and the Natchez from New Orleans won in 1982. The Bell was not available for racing in 1999 due to repairs, and the Spirit of Jefferson raced in place of the Bell that year and won the race. After the Delta Queen retired, the Bell of Cincinnati began participating in the race and has won several times. In 2018, the American Duchess won the race and the Duchess participated again in this year's race. This year's race was won by the Bell of Louisville. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind always has the Derby Party, and usually, during normal times, it's a day-long event. We start at 10 o'clock in the morning on Derby Day, and we wrap up around 7.30 or 8 o'clock at night, and we eat all day long. We begin with some good donuts, and then we follow it up with fried chicken, little smokies, pizza, potato salad, all kinds of good things to eat, and of course, some of those great brownies and butterscotches that Patty makes and serves. So uh, this year we couldn't have that party, so it was part of Roundabout from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. via Zoom on Friday evening, April 30, before the Derby. Here's a little bit of what happened at the Derby party. One of the games that we play every year is a horse race game. Adam initiated the game several years ago, and we roll three dice, and six contestants move forward across a board until they reach the finish line. This year, you had to move 13 spaces to be the winner. We had 22 people at the party, so we had four races. And the first of those was the Savvy, named for the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired in Owensboro, the Savvy Know-It-All Handicap. The participants in that race were Deb Lewis in position number one, Terry Turlow in position two, Joey Couch three, Susan Card four, Brenda Williams five, and Susan Amon from Lexington was six. The winner of the Savvy Know-It-All Handicap was Deb Lewis. Next came the Holy Smoke Stakes, named for the Eastern Kentucky Christian Council of the Blind. Participants in that race were Rick Boggess, from Owensboro in position number one, Eldon Kaiser from Cave City in position two, Ristoria Ross Jackson in three, Chris Green from Utah in four, Mary Adrian five, and Debbie Green from Elizabethtown in six. The winner was Ristoria Ross Jackson. Then came the hot dog handicap, especially named for the guide dog users of Kentuckiana. Position number one was Kendall Perry, Two, Bill Wright. Three, David Smith. Four, Trina Muncy from Jeffersonville, Indiana. Five, Mary Riley from Jeffersonville. And six, Debbie Persons. The winner of the hot dog handicap was a tie between Trina Muncy and Mary Riley. And finally, the presidential allowance race. Number one was Carla Rushville. Two, Deanna Scoggins. Three, Matt Selm. Four, Adam Rushville and five, Natalie Couch, and there was no contestant in position number six. The winners in a tie of the presidential allowance stakes was Matt Selm and Deanna Scoggins. Now, what did they win? They won an extra pull in a derby jackpot, 
What would a derby party be without derby jackpots? So we had two derby jackpots this year. In the first jackpot, everyone received one pull until the horses were all given out. In the second jackpot, those who didn't get a draw in the first one got to pick first in the second jackpot, and then the winners of the races received their second pull for being a winner. When the derby ran, in the jackpots, the winner received $10, place was 6 and show was $3. The big winners are as follows. Eldon Kaiser from Cave City and Junior Couch from Louisville, who drew Medina Spirit, the winner of the Kentucky Derby. The place horse was Mandolin, so the second place winners were Joey Couch and Natalie Couch. And the third place winner was Hot Rod Charlie. Debbie Green of Elizabethtown had Hot Rod Charlie in the first jackpot and That horse was not drawn in the second jackpot. Congratulations to all the winners. We hope that you had a great Kentucky Derby Day and that no matter where you live, you enjoyed a little part of my old Kentucky home. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prints. Have a great week, everybody.